The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I'm honored to be here with our guest hosts, Lynn Sherell and Sandy Parker. So what are gems and jewels, really? They are stones and tend to have different value for each person. It depends on how each person relates to them individually as to the true value they have. As a little stone or pebble, they could be considered to be a very small form from a physical size, but they could have a huge value in terms of the different sense and basic effect. And as we are spotlighting everyday jewels here on the Mighty Gems, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. As with jewels, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention. We are inspired. Deepak Chopra said, according to Vedanta, there are only two symptoms of enlightenment. Just two indications that a transformation is taking place within you toward a higher consciousness. The first symptom is that you stop worrying. Things don't bother you anymore. You you become lighthearted and full of joy. The second symptom is that you encounter more and more meaningful coincidences in your life. More and more synchronicities. And this accelerates to the point where you actually experience the miraculous. You've likely experienced the sequence of seeing a certain number of popping up wherever you go in seemingly unrelated locations, such as numbers on a, a street or room numbers, or a song plays in your mind and you just happen to be flipping the radio dial and the song comes out of the speaker. Is this true coincidence or is it really a cosmic pattern representative of a harmonizing principle and belief of oneness with the universe? I like to think so. I think it's all about oneness. And, you know, really that quote with Deepak Chopra, that, I, that's amazing. The first symptom is you stop worrying. And the second is that you encounter more and more synchronicities. And really, that's what we're going to talk about today is synchronicities. But I believe that. And, and when, that, when I found out that uh, when I was younger, I realized that life is not about paying bills. That it's much more than that. Like if you worry all the time, you just get more stuff to worry about. You know, it's the law of attraction, right? So, 
anyway, uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk about synchronicities that happen to us and around us, and we've all experienced this in varying different degrees and combinations, and um, we maybe have laughed at them or blown them off as something that just happened by chance, but um, according to Wikipedia, synchronicity is the occurrence of two or more events that appear to be meaningfully related, but not causally related. Synchronicity holds that such events are meaningful coincidences, and in the 20s, Carl Jung, um, as you may know, the Swiss psychiatrist, he first defined the concept of synchronicity and introduced it, but he didn't really fully explain it until the early 50s. Although from the beginning, this theory has found, uh, been found to have some flaws, it's been difficult to prove, and it's been open to a lot of possible misrepresentation, it still remains one of the most suggestive attempts yet made to bring the paranormal within the bounds of intelligibility, which, what a word is that, intelligibility. <laughs> right? Uh, it's, it's been found, rele been found relevant by psych psychotherapists, parapsychologists, researchers of spiritual experience, and a growing number of non-specialists. Jung felt that synchronicity supported several of his other concepts of archetypes and the collective unconscious. He had discussions with Albert Einstein and believed there were parallels between synchronicity and relativity theory and quantum mechanics. Jung felt life is related to a series of orderly events and is more than just an intellectual exercise, but part of a person experiencing spiritual awakening. And I just have to say, I would have loved to be sitting in on that dinner. Can you imagine having dinner with Carl Jung and Albert Einstein? Oh my God. That would like, be, your, your neck would be going back and forth. Oh yeah. Oh my God. My head might explode right on the spot. So yeah, cool. I wondered if they talked fast to each other or if they thought long and slowly between their thoughts. Oh yeah. Good point. Mm. Well, we were talking about... Um, uh, synchronicity, but in Lewis Carroll's book, Through the Looking Glass, Young points out a quote about synchronicity where the white queen is conversing with Alice. And she says, the rule is jam today and jam yesterday, but never, wait, let me say it again. The rule is jam tomorrow and jam today, but never jam today. That's, that's weird. <laughs> it, must, it must come sometimes to jam today. I got it. And this says, no, it can't, said the queen. It's jam every other day. Today isn't another day, you know. I don't understand you, said Alice. It's dreadfully confusing. And that I will agree with. <laughs> <laughs> that's the effect of living backwards, the queen said kindly. It always makes one a little giddy at first. Living backwards, Alice repeated in great astonishment. I've never heard of such a thing. Ah, but there's one great advantage in it. That one's memory works both ways. I'm sure my memory only works one way, Alice remarked. I can't remember things before they happen. It's a poor sort of memory that only works backwards, the queen remarked. <laughs> That's a little when, bit of humor. <laughs> yeah, once I got the today and tomorrow and today. But, you know, have, I've been in that situation where you're sitting there and you think, was that yesterday? I was just here, or was that yesterday? So when we start looking for something, there are always, you know, more questions as we go about the search. We look to understand and make logical conclusions, and then we encounter skeptics who say it's a product of wishful thinking, chance, and calculations of probability. I have never run into a, synchroni a synchronicity that was a calculation of probability. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? No, because that's not how we typically think. 
I know. Usually yeah. it's some random weirdness, like uh, a song that you had in your mind and you walk in the, the reception area and it's playing. And that's the kind of thing that I run into all the time. Mm-hmm. From a historical perspective in Kessler's book, The Roots of Coincidence, he observes a fundamental unity of all things where it is hanging together in a universal matrix. I love that. And Rumi said, who's one of my favorites, all religions all this singing, one song. Ah, oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. The differences are just illusion and vanity. Sunlight looks a little different on this wall than it does on that wall, and a lot different on this other one, but it's still the same light. There is a modern alliance evolving between quantum physics, neuroscientists, parapsychologists, and mystics. And there's a developing possibility of conclusive evidence of the universe actually functioning as a great thought, unifying matter, energy, and consciousness. All of these then relate to the overall big system. And as we open up more of ourselves to understanding, then we will surely get more questions, of course. Questions come with that. And understandings of how we are humans, integrated subsystem within the big system. Now that big word system. Yeah, so help me understand that, the big system. Yeah, it's like an expanding evolution. You know, as we're individually in different parts and different um, evolutions within ourselves. And still connected. Yep, each is connected to the other as we are part of this whole system. And that's part of the systems analysis theory. Robert Holden's shared an observation, one new perception, one fresh thought, one act of surrender, one change of heart, one leap of faith can change your life forever. As as we search to understand more of who we are, we are exploring our individual basic human energetic system called the chakra system. Here is an overview of the chakras we have been recently exploring. They are divided actually into three triangles in our physical body. The first three chakras have to do with the physical needs of the body and the basic needs of life and the energies of the earth and experiences related to these as me. The first chakra covers, you know, security and survival, foundation, habits, self-acceptance. The second chakra is creativity, to feel and to desire. The third chakra, action and balance, willpower, personal power and commitment are words that are related. The middle chakra is actually like a balancing pendulum um, point where uh, it's the fourth chakra is the balancing between the upper energies of the heavens and the lower energies and we experience moves from the me to the we this is not the the electronic game the we (laughs) (laughs) this is uh, also called the heart center and relates to love and compassion awakening to spiritual awareness forgiveness and service Now, the upper chakras are related to more subtle realms, like the fifth chakra has projection words, hearing and speaking the truth, the teacher. Sixth chakra, the third eye, intuition, wisdom, and identity, understanding one's purpose. The seventh chakra, the crown chakra, upon your top head, humility and vastness, the seat of the soul. The eighth chakra is higher up above, and it's the aura radiance of the electromagnetic field around the physical body. 
Ninth chakra has to do with all of the sum of all of the skills. It's like a, a, a toolbox of all the, of the skills that you've learned in each of your life lifetimes. And these include all different kinds of things as a, a different creator, healer, or teacher. And the tenth chakra, which is our exploration today, has to do with um, taking these different uh, tools and you know integrating them within your current situation. Um, it's and you can experience this if you excel at something and you've never really done it before, but you actually excel doing something. Um, words that tie in with this, they, they um, experience divine creativity and harmony is happening in every facet of their life. And as they're merging past lives, what happens is the male-female energies are actually merged. And this brings more harmony together as part of the current experience. So what follows is kind of a way that it, this expands through the system. Um, the first chakra group are meant to help you with your development in regards to the earth. They help you to become one with the planet. Then the next five, which is eight to 12, help you become one with the universe. As your awareness is slowly being moved away from your center of your whole self and outward to encompass the larger framework of other people, realities, and divinity itself, you become more um, and more as before and more perfect. As you stop focusing on yourself and begin to focus on these larger energies, you move out of your small world and step into a new universe where almost anything is possible. And from reality creating standpoint, this movement and possibilities is very, very powerful. I think that's absolutely the whole secret right there. When you stop focusing on yourself and you start focusing on larger energies, you're actually getting out of your own way and you're expanding into all things where all things are possible. So that completely makes sense to me. Well, and as we've been exploring um, each series uh, each week, um, we've been exploring words. And so there have been many studies done about how people perceive things. And a lot of it has to do with their understanding of the language. And so that language is something I've been fascinated with for years because it's really how we talk to ourselves, how we talk to others, how do we speak, what is, you know, what is our pure understanding because that's what we, we follow. And you can even see where someone's mindset is um, just from if they say, oh, before I forget or while I remember. I mean, that's the same concept, but from a completely different standpoint. And mm -hmm. you can kind of tell where people's set points are by just how they choose to use language. So totally powerful. Absolutely. And through Daniel Scranton, Ophelia said, as you focus on that which is and you ask yourselves why you created it, you are playing out the role of conscious creator. You set yourselves up to have specific experiences as you knew that they would spur you along on your path of ascension. It's important to recognize the service in what is and your role in creating it as only then will you be benefit from your creations. It's only through authentic acknowledgement of self that the self becomes more. So most of humanity views the world from the lower chakra 
chakra energies, um, which is also called the lower mind. And it's important to balance these with the higher spiritual elements that are made up of our heart or the seat of the soul and love and compassion. Um, your throat chakra, which is about truthful authenticity and expressions of love, clear seeing from a higher perspective. That's your third eye from your crown chakra, which is about universal consciousness and illumination and wisdom. So as humanity has been gathering information, you know, for obviously quite a while on the elements of the lower chakra system, there is a general um, consensus of how this system works. This is not the same situation with the details related to the higher elements of the chakra system because this is still under discovery. We're still evolving. And as we become more conscious of the related aspects of our higher vibrational levels within the upper extended part of the chakra system, we can learn more about ourselves and how we can relate better with our, our environments and the people around us. Albert Einstein, my secret crush, said <laughs> it is possible that there exists emotions that are still unknown to us. Do you remember how electrical currents and unseen waves were laughed at? The knowledge about man is still in its infancy. And I definitely believe that. He was so Basically, brilliant. Oh, so brilliant. So brilliant. And, and you know, Tesla's another one. I, mm -hmm. You know, uh, on a complete and total unrelated tangent, I just have to say I saw something today that blew me away. You know how they're doing the 3D printing? Mm -hmm. There was a guy who did, an engineer did a 3D print of a Tesla independent of any, you know, cords or whatever, a light bulb. He oh, 3D really? printed a working model of Tesla's energy thing in a oh, light bulb. Mm -hmm. How cool. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. like, oh, my God. So Einstein and Tesla and Jung, these guys were so far ahead of the curve. It's just, oh, man, I can't even imagine. Wherever they are now, they got to be playing. Oh, my God. They got to have a beat. They're having a ball. And I watching us figure it all out. And the more that we study what they really knew, the more in awe I am. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, wow, this is powerful. Yeah. Well, and understanding the existence of this chakra system helps give us a framework of understanding. And the extended chakra system helps us really break down the barrier of how we think of ourselves as we relate to time and space. And we can see how our individual existence is really an integrated part of a bigger harmonic orchestra, quote unquote. And we are each like a musical instrument tuning up for our role, our place in that orchestra. So, um, you know, each spiritual chakra, be, besides aiding in your own energy development and well-being, it helps you to touch on a particular portion of this vaster universe. Each spiritual chakra opens up a corresponding doorway to another portion of that great vastness that is the creator. There's a natural order to each chakra in that the opening of one leads very gently to the opening of the next. And because of this sequence, these centers will awaken one by one with each center becoming more alive as another higher one begins to kick in. Yeah, and with that note, we're going to open up our discussion here, or close our discussion for a few minutes for a commercial, and then we will open up when we come back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellike to become a cat. So what is human intellike? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellike.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellike.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Well, we've been talking about synchronicity, but I have um, one of my favorite quotes is by the Dalai Lama. And he said, the planet does not need more successful people. The planet desperately needs peacemakers, healers, restorers, storytellers, and lovers of all kinds. It needs people to live well in their places. It needs people with moral courage willing to join the struggle to make the world habitable and humane. And these qualities have little to do with success as our culture is the set. Amen to that. I am, I'm actually here at a conference and we're talking about, you know, what people um, actually say is success. And you have to be really careful to design your own success the way it's, it sits well to you. It looks like we're in a constant mode of trying to rediscover who we are and what is our ultimate purpose and where do we go with this knowledge as we find it. So the search takes time and courage, and it's likely difficult to separate your true identity from the identity you created to cope with the world around you. Boy, I really find that to be true. This true identity is really your authentic self, and all it's, although it sounds simple, it's rather an elusive concept. In our society, there's a lot of emphasis on suppressing our natural vibrancy of true expression from our emotional, intellectual, and societal being. As you get to a point where you can relate to this true self, you, I love this part, you will actually or likely experience a sense of wholeness that you may not have ever felt before. 
as this feeling tone becomes more of a regular way you operate on a daily basis, you will begin to feel more unity with your physical and spiritual selves and your inner and outer selves. And as we get more balanced, we reach a point where we can truly experience what it is meant to be. Be relaxed. Be slow about things rather than always feeling like you're in a hurry to accomplish goals and be successful. Be kind, which that, of course, gives your soul happiness. Be grateful. Be connected in an attitude of love. Be bold. Of course, I'm bold. Step forward into having a positive direction that will have a positive impact on your life. Be adventurous. If something works, it's great. And if it doesn't go as planned, it's another way to learn. Be aware. Pay attention and observe what is going on in your mind. Know that you are not your thoughts, but the observer of them. Be aware of your habits and patterns. Be aware of the things that distract you or might be considered a waste of your precious time. Be positive. In each and every moment, we have the freedom to choose, and every choice determines the direction of our lives. Energy changes with intention. So when you change your thoughts, you can usually notice an instant shift in the energy within and around you. So as you practice more and more, you can better manage the moment-to-moment shifts that happen, and you'll begin to see that happening in the energy all around you. Now you can feel pretty quick. Yeah. It's more like an instantaneous. So George Bernard Shaw said, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And from this vantage point, we are working with words that we likely use on a regular basis. But the words have additional meanings when we are integrating the triangular components of our physical and higher spiritual levels. As we begin to experience the possibilities, we can see how it is all related to our own individual stage of awakening and process of understanding. How is the result of what we have been focused on? And it comes back to our basic beliefs. Almine Bartons shared, energy flows in the direction of our thoughts and feelings. Setting an intention is paramount. There is an emotional component required as well as the unwavering knowledge that the manifestation is already complete. By feeling it, touching it, seeing it, acting as if, we make it so. That's so true. When you bring it in and it's real for you, it has no other option than to show up in physical form. Mm-hmm. So that absolutely makes sense. Descartes shared learnings and understandings too of the um, the tenth chakra, and so some of the things that Descartes said is that the tenth chakra is really about the mental body. It's the center for discernment, and another um, soul seat. And really, I almost think each of these chakras is really a seat of the soul in a particular way, in its own mm-hmm. way. Um, but the tenth chakra is the high heart chakra, and it's the center for love and compassion, divine creativity and synchronicity of life, the merging of the masculine and feminine within, unlocking the skills that are contained in the ninth chakra. The tenth chakra is located actually just above the heart chakra. So it's at the thymus gland um, or spiritual heart as that area is known. 
And it's here where we find our connection to God, according to Descartes. This is also the center of yin and yang, as it balances the energies flowing from the earth star and the 12th chakra, which is the God's head. The 10th chakra starts to open up the individual, um, and that begins to uh, help manifest many of the skills that they've learned in all their previous lives. So there are stones in the physical world that help to support the 10th chakra. Gold is a good one. Um, raspberry aura, aqua aura, turquoise, and aurora quartz. And the colors that affect the 10th chakra are gold, purple, and blue. Um, the sound is actually um, E, E, wait, A, A, E, A. A -E -A -E -A. I did a mantra for this once. It's the I am. You know, it's a, or you know, you could even just say I am because we speak English. So I am is a good mantra. So you just say over and over, I am, I am, and you slow it down. Um, so that is a good mantra for this chakra. So well, this fits right in too because I am a mighty, mighty gem. Right. <laughs> a little poetry. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and so a mantra, you would just slow it down and you give, you release all other thoughts other than that mantra and it just brings in the energy, that vibration into your energy field. And so there are definitely a lot of ways we communicate the existence of our intuitive system within ourselves and it seems like we're always kind of whispering rather than boldly talking about it but if we open up the channels within ourselves to have more flow and daily experiences in this area it could be a really valuable asset to use as a compass as we go about our day so um, as we're finding our own inner connections and actively listening and interacting with our inner awareness we will be able to activate our subtle energy system so we can manifest our inner reality into our outer state of being and and so as we grasp these learning steps and awaken our inner knowing into our true understanding of our purpose, we can begin to realize there's a higher sequence of the process and a, a higher guidance within ourselves that will help us get where we want to go. Ralph Smart said, be aware of your words, thoughts, and actions. Then you will see every experience is being created by how you feel. Again, so true. And as you are, are hearing this and thinking about it, Consider the thoughts that are coming together in your mind and then project them forward into an experience that you want. And this will ultimately move those thoughts into a reality. So give yourself permission to feel and for the experiences to be a reality. And then it has a good possibility to happen because you have thought it into being. The key is the feeling tone of your experience. When you feel it, it can become. Exactly. Because then it's part of you. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. And being yourself... So, so true. We're, just, we're so conditioned to fit the mold, really. You know, we're going up against everything. Everything is trying to make us into what it needs us to be. So for us to stand in our, in our center and come from our power and be completely unique, that is a feat of accomplishment. Definitely. And we are becoming more aware of the components of the powerful integrated parts of our human energetic system from day to day. And it's really closely interacted with the bigger universal system. And no matter what our level of understanding currently is, because we're all at different points, we are each being guided. In Barbara Ann Brennan's book, Light Emerging the Journey of Personal Healing, she goes into detail her experience and understanding of how this guidance works. And uh, here are a couple basics that um, 
I've been doing some study with those recently, and it's been very, very enlightening. Part of it is taking responsibility for who you are, for your commitments, and making healthy choices for your being. Following guidance, and though some of that's your gut level or your feeling, will bring forth life experiences that help to bring forth better understanding of your purpose or something that needs to be healed. Guidance and faith go together, and helping, and this helps to unfold your being as you are connecting yourself to the universe. And as you surrender, you are building your physical and spiritual connection and endurance that's, you know, as you seek more of your life purpose. The more endurance you build, the more love, power, and support you get, and the more effective you will be with a discernment of your purpose. Following your guidance helps to open up your involuntary life force experience when you don't have blocks within your energy flow. It's like a lotus flower. As you open up more and more, the guidance will only release this life force in exact proportion to its ability to handle it. Basically, the flow of the involuntary divine creative principle is not dependent on commands from the ego. It reaches out in wisdom, love, and caring and is not activated by the command of the ego. The ego can only stop it from flowing or it can get out or basically it says get out of the way (laughs) of the flow. And so basically as you surrender to this process, you're letting go of your outer ego and reconnecting to your original power from deep within yourself. You're reconnecting your individual spark with the universal source or God. The the guidance brings freedom and independence when shifts have occurred and more reliance is made from within rather than from outer elements. Buddha had a profound comment, thousands of candles can be lit from a single candle and the life of the candle will not be shortened. Happiness never decreases by being shared. Mm, That is so great. I was reading yesterday... um, a quote about our scarcity thinking and how, boy, we just feel like, you know, sharing and giving away and giving away, you know, it's just taking from us. But I love what he said about that. It's important to find what inspires you and then stare your life in the eyes as you're experiencing that. Are you experiencing something is missing feelings? And do you attempt to fill this with outward expressions such as going shopping well, that's why it's called retail therapy. <laughs> the shopping malls have exploded. <laughs> I know. They're do- they seem to be doing fine. The meaning of your life is something you create day after day with your own actions and your thoughts. And life is made up of choices and decision making is critical as each choice has consequences and, then, and also benefits. We're each inspired in unique ways by a beautiful sunset or sunrise. This morning I was listening to the rain, standing on a beach, watching these occur, watching the moonlight flickering on the tops of waves. This is akin to feeding your soul, and it is very important to do this every day, and it is important nourishment. It's as important as breathing is to our physical being. I had a thought the other day, you know how we are manic about charging our cell phones? Like we would not think about going into the day without our phones being charged. But we go into the day without our soul being charged. Mm -hmm. So true. And I'm like, you know, it is up to us every day uh, to take the responsibility, as you were saying. How this can be experienced is really then up to us. And it's a matter of giving it time and focus. 
when you do this for yourself, you awaken a lot of parts of yourself that may not have been totally aware. And then these become part then of your normal self as you practice the focus. So here's some ideas on how to do that. One, which I need to work on myself. Make a time each day to meditate, either silently or by listening to inspirational music that you find uplifting. Another way is to walk in the morning or evening and experience your world around you um, in your environment in a different way. And a girlfriend of mine this morning posted on Facebook, Dad, gummit, I had the day off and it's raining. And I said, go outside and stand in the rain and get totally drenched and let the rain drops in your mouth and just remember how great it is to be alive because it's easy to just breeze right by that. And Dee, I know you like this one, read poetry. Yep. And then um, some people like to regularly participate in a religious service of their choice. And then some people like to attend the symphony. And we talked about that earlier, that we're all parts of a symphony. And I love the way that that looks visually. So as we practice connections within ourselves, we also notice that the feelings we've encountered uh, we might be in touch with what the feelings we have that are deep desires. I always like to make a list of what I'm wanting to visualize and create for myself. In fact, I have a journal where I write down my intentions for things. I like to keep this list handy, maybe like in a journal, and then you have it with you anytime you want to reiterate the goal or the intention, as well as look back and see how many how many times have actually come true? I like that part. Uh, what you may write today will not be totally understood until later when you are more connected with yourself. As you experience and put together the puzzle pieces of your life's purpose, there will be a connection of the pieces at differing points in your process and likely a beautiful aha memory of having thought about or experienced something that suddenly feels very familiar and important to some other connection you are just now experiencing. Yeah, so as your life is moving through different parts, sometimes it's moving so fast you can hardly even see it. And then when you slow down, you can see it. You go, wow, that's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those that essentially um, when we stop and pay attention and slow down, um, we have precious opportunities to do something we may not even plan. With on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back in a few minutes after the commercial. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Are you living your dream yet? If not, then why not? 
Everyone has a greatness inside of them to achieve what they deserve in their lives. But how do you find the motivation to get started? Tune in to Your Authentic Life with host Susan Cranston. Susan's advice, along with expert guests, will help you improve your relationships, start or change your career, and achieve the seemingly unattainable goal. Listen live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems spotlighting everyday jewels we're here discussing a lot of different words having to do with synchronicity and creativity and more information here as we go yeah we're talking about the 10th chakra too and um, how that works in our energy system and one of my favorite monks is Thich Nhat Hanh I met him once at his Deer Park Monastery and you know I that's when I learned what what slow and meditative really means because mm. my slow, 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 so not slow. Huh. I am, you know, it's, it's a challenge for me to go that slow. Me trying to walk with him in a walking meditation, I did laps and I was going like, you know, zero miles an hour. So anyway. Well, that's your normal speed. <laughs> I know. I, know, I tried. I really tried. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh said, the most precious gift we can offer anyone is our attention. When mindfulness embraces those we love, they will bloom like flowers. And that's really true. A lot of times we move through life and we don't really listen to people. We don't really pay attention. The most powerful thing we can give to someone is full presence. So, uh, you know, and one theory in psychology research suggests that we all have a happiness set point and that determines our overall well-being. We sort of oscillate around that set point and we become happier when something positive happens or the opposite and then afterwards we return to equilibrium. But this set point can actually be reset to a certain point. Although our general mood levels and well-being are partially determined by factors like genetics and upbringing, about 40% of our happiness is within our control. And according to some experts and a large body of research in the field of positive psychology, it's been shown that happiness is a choice that anyone can make. And as psychologist William James put it, the greatest discovery of any generation is that a human can alter his life by altering his attitude. And so in this discussion of synchronicity, it's really important to remember mindfulness. When you are mindful and you pay attention to what's happening and you're in full presence, that allows everything to show up and you will see it when it does. So focus on those little positive moments. The secret to happiness could be as simple or as difficult as becoming more mindful. Meditation is a practice that you can do anywhere as long as you're willing to sit and try to silence the mind. Um, And that is thought to be a happiness booster. 
So uh, you can also smile. The secret to boosting your mood could be as simple as making yourself smile. A 2011 Michigan State University study found that workers who smiled as a result of cultivating positive thoughts exhibited improved mood and less withdrawal. So fake smiling, on the other hand, resulted in worse moods and withdrawal from work. And I think it's because you're not aligned. You know it's fake. It's like, you know, so, you know, genuinely and authentically feel you're smiling and that will help boost your mood. And again, when you're feeling happier, then you're open to more things coming in and you're looking for synchronicities and everything just sort of flows. Uh, and then lastly is to practice gratitude. Cultivating thankfulness and gratitude is a scientifically backed way to increase your happiness and it's firmly within your control to choose to be more grateful. Grateful people tend to appreciate simple pleasures defined as those pleasures in life that are available to most people according to a report in the Journal of Social Behavior and Personality. So when you put these things together, it makes it, it increases your vibration, it lifts your frequency, and you're now more available to the things you actually want to bring into your life, and the synchronies show up. The synchronicities are there. And it's also there. being more authentic. You can actually see, see when somebody smiles, you can either see it in their eyes or not. Absolutely. You know, not just as a smile, but... Well, and I think it's important that we actually pursue happiness um, and find happiness I'm not so sure about success as happiness. Uh, conventional thinking has it that pursuing success will lead to happiness. But research has shown that it may just be the opposite. When you pursue happiness, that leads not only to happiness itself, but also to success, according to Sean Aker, author of The Happiness Advantage. In his 12 years researching happiness at Harvard... How about that? 12 years of researching happiness at Harvard? That, that's quite <laughs> that's a awesome. sentence right there. He, he found that. Research. <laughs> I know. I would have researched happiness at Harvard for 12 years. But he found that cultivating a positive mindset could boost well-being and improve workers' performance on many levels, from productivity to creativity and engagement. Of course, people who cultivate a positive mindset perform better in the face of a challenge, he wrote in Harvard Business Review in 2012. I call this the happiness advantage. Every business outcome shows improvement when the brain, when the brain is positive. Let yourself be happy. Many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits and the so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to be others and to themselves that they were content. I believe that happens a lot more than, than I think we're aware. But deep within, you know, they long to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again. Life is a choice. It's your choice. Choose consciously. Choose wisely. Choose honestly and choose happiness. And I have to tell you, Lynn, yesterday I went to see the videographer that we know. And oh. my, my topic was laughing till you really laugh. <laughs> and I, I, it, I had gone to that session just not wanting, knowing what I want to say and not really um, just didn't want to go really. So I just made myself laugh until I got myself tickled. And then, of course, you have the endorphins and you have the, the, all the positive benefits of laughter. But sometimes you even have to choose laughter. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, 
compassion is something you can literally practice. If you want to increase your brain's capacity for happiness, try meditating on compassion. Brain scanning studies on French monk Matthew Ricard found that when he was practicing loving-kindness meditation, his brain produced gamma waves never reported before in the neuroscience literature. (laughs) Ricard has the largest capacity for happiness ever recorded thanks to neuroplasticity. Well, that's quite an accomplishment. Meditation is not just blissing out under a mango tree, but it completely changes your brain and therefore changes what you are. Ricard told that to the New York Daily News. I think the good news here is happiness doesn't just happen. Some days are good, but there are probably more days that are just mediocre or plain bad. And it's on those days that the true nature of happiness is revealed. Have you ever met someone who stayed positive? even when they're having a bad day and everything that can go wrong seems to be going wrong. If you're having a bad day too, just being near someone like that can be uplifting. Although for others, it can be annoying, (laughs) but that usually just stems from jealousy. Yeah. There's all kinds of, you know, happiness can be seen as a choice, but it's also an adventure. So you can, really understand that there's always light after the dark. There's always good in every situation and every person, no matter how grim things may seem. It's not always an easy choice at the time, but it it has a a more of a lasting sense about it than if you're um, just going around kind of flowing with the, the moods. We know that there are imperfections and chaotic patterns that exist all around us every day. If we start with a basic attitude of love, and we work within that uh, sense, you know, that, that's like a huge uh, starting point. If we take a basic attitude and accept and work with this basic premise of our daily interactions, we can build a sense of strength and ease and acceptance with knowing that we are really experiencing and learning as we go through something we might consider a challenge. Learning to change our attitude is frustrating you know, any kind of change can create fear, but it's also worth it in the end. When we choose to be happy, things tend to work in our favor, and luck seems to be on our side. And even if things don't happen the way we want them to, if you choose to be happy, you can accept situations for what they are and make the most of life, no matter the what, what gets in your way or gets, gets you moving. So, you know, it, it's really sparkling in and of ourselves as we go through these different processes and well I have a question for you I for both of you I would like to do a quick little spontaneous lightning round a pop quiz if you will when is the last time that you experienced synchronicity because that's our sparkling jewel focus today so when is the last time that synchronicity showed up and you went oh my gosh ba-bam there it is I've got one. Go yeah. for it. So it was yesterday at that same meeting with the videographer. Mm-hmm. And uh, about two years ago, I had w- I was swimming, and this lady came up to the edge of the pool that I did not know. And she looked at me, and I stopped swimming like maybe she needed something. And she said, hey, if you ever need a good chiropractor, I know one. And his name is Case Bolt. I'm like, 
okay, fine. So she really kind of took a lot of extra effort to make me able to remember his name. So I went to a store where I shop regularly, and then I said, how are you doing? And she said, oh, my hands are so much better. I found this great chiropractor. And I went, oh, wait, don't tell me. I know his name already. (laughs) (laughs) So yesterday, when I was there with Mike, he said, well, I have this great chiropractor that I really want to go to. I said, don't tell me. I know who he is. So it's like life is telling me, reminding me about this chiropractor. And so I'm looking at that as a very distinct message. You know, it's no accident this person's name keeps showing up in my world. I think it's quite on time. Totally. Totally. That's such an invitation. (laughs) Do you feel like you need a chiropractor? Well, the thing is, I didn't feel like it. But, you know, when when you get so many messages in a row that Mm -hmm. have a synchronistic pattern, Mm -hmm. I do try to really listen. I think, okay, I'm going to follow it and see where it takes me because I have a deep sense of trust in synchronicity and I have a deep sense of trust that there's a divine order at work uh, even when I don't see it, you know. Mm -hmm. And explaining things like that to someone too, that would be interesting if you do go go see him, maybe uh, connect with him on that basis. Maybe that would be interesting from a marketing perspective. (laughs) because <laughs> all of these people are marketing him, basically. So he must be doing something different. Yeah, but I'm like, I, I want to go, what, what do I look like? I'm wearing a sign that says I need a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently I do. So I'm glad to go. I'm glad they're being awfully generous to just tell me where he is. So that's very nice of them. <laughs> Saves you time and research, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy. That's How about funny. you, Dee? Um, I've had occasion um, where I've been dreaming of someone and then I end up uh, maybe running into them and it's kind of like you're walking around in a, in a, in your, in yourself as you're doing your daily tasks or uh, whatever. And then they show up and you look up and right there, they, that, that's their face. I think that's really powerful because that person may have thought, you know, I've had several people say, well, I thought I was just thinking of you. And then I call. Exactly. That came through yesterday a couple times. And um, it was like, yeah, your your face showed up. And then I just thought, thought, I need to contact that person. And then they made that comment, too. So it it happens, uh, you know, mentally, we have a, a wave process going on with certain people and um, I find that very fascinating and educational too because it you know as we're more and more tuning ourselves um, to the opportunities that we're learning um, you know as, as I was experiencing a lot of the information flow putting you know notes together it's, it's very interesting because I relate back to different scenarios that it, these all bring up past memories or connections or little enlightened self ahas and going oh that's what that how that fit in because it's like a big puzzle mm-hmm. and it's uh, puzzle pieces with lots of color and there it is that's the tapestry of life right mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and I'll just the- share one of mine real quick oh, just a real quick one I'm moving out of state 
And uh, in doing that, in the past week, I have seen people where I've thought, gosh, I wonder if I'll ever see them again. And I see them again. I have seen like five people in the last week that I haven't seen in like a year and a half. So oh, it's really that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. It's, well, it's you wild. know, some people say, like, I'd have friends show up and they said, you must be calling me in. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't realizing it, but I would be sitting there talking with a woman who studied French and loves French. And then my friend who studied French and loves French just called me. And I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> I was just thinking about you. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. And we need to close. Um, this is Friday show. Um, Mighty Gems is about sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values, even as we begin to have a perceived value. As we connect to ourselves, to nature, and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, it's all very fascinating. We broaden our prospecting arena and could go on and upwards and beyond where we ever believed we can before. Join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a have a very fabulous, great weekend. <laughs> Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.